0: What's up, Dick. Good evening, Dick. Yep. Good evening, folks. Another edition of uh, Dick Fix here on this Monday edition. Boy, oh boy, what a weekend of football! What a
1: weekend. I'm still celebrating like a true Irishman.
0: Yeah, it was a um, piss poor weekend for me, folks. No, no, uh, no. <laughs> this is uh, Luke's probably favorite segment of the year. And where Dick was wrong? Um, I'll start first. And I was dead wrong, not just wrong, dead wrong about everything in the game. Uh, Luke's Ohio State Buckeyes just torched. Yes, sir. Pants pulled down. Yep. Uh, Ultimate, just uh, bad, bad beat, bad look. Um, But I was dead wrong about everything in this game. I I thought uh, Lawrence was better than Fields. I was wrong there. I was wrong about the running game, Uh, coaching, everything in this game. It was just – defense. I um in the past I've said Ohio State's been outclassed in some of these big games. Uh, it was the total opposite in that one. Boy, oh boy.
1: Hey, is that is that the first relevant win in seven years?
0: It is. Yeah, it's a big win. Um, and yeah, that, I I probably will have to stop that argument for a little while. For, yeah, I know you will. And especially if they win the national championship, um, my take pretty much will be over and uh I can give them credit.
1: Yeah, you'll have to you'll have to move on and uh, find somebody else to hate on because you can't hate on the buckeyes anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean um I watched that Northwestern game um and that's kind of what I saw in that first half specifically it was just ugly. Um and I wasn't too sure about this team. Um but the more I thought about it after the game obviously cuz I was dead wrong but uh, the COVID issues, I think, you know, really affect this team, just in and out. Um, you know, not, not like any consistent or games or continuity. So uh, that's why probably Fields was struggling a little bit. And I think Northwestern's defense was underrated. I think I didn't give him as much credit as I probably should have. Um, And, and I actually, uh, early in the season, I actually thought Justin Fields was just as good as Lawrence. And I kind of backed off of that, you know, with the way Fields was playing, but you know, the way he played the other night, man, he, he's, he, that was, that was a great performance. I'll, I'll give it to him. That was probably one of the best quarterback performances maybe ever in that, uh, playoff system.
1: Yeah, that was, that was unbelievable. Even, even I didn't expect as big as a win as that and to play play as well as they did. But, uh, finally put together a complete game, all three phases. And as I, I said in the last podcast, I thought it would be a big factor be, uh, Chris Olave coming back from the COVID list, uh, Fields, I think part of the reason he struggled in that Northwestern game, he didn't have Olave. And oh boy, did Olave show up on a Friday night on New Year's or on New Year's. He had, I think, almost 200 yards and two touchdowns. And that one 60-yard bomb he caught was just unbelievable throw and catch. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how Alabama's going to stop him. I thought, I thought Clemson would be able to hold us, but at least, I said, 38 points. We ended up scoring 49 and kind of called the dogs off the end and started running the clock. We easily could have scored more, but, but we'll oh, see. I'd
0: say at least 60.
1: Yeah, we, we called the dogs off and just started running the ball and, you know, just getting that clock to zero to be the winners.
0: Yeah, and I think I overrated Clemson. I think a lot of people did this year uh, just based off of them having Lawrence and ETM, but really their offensive line – a lot of new starters in there. They were never the same. And defensively, they didn't really have any impact players. I think they lost a lot of guys in the NFL, a lot of young guys. Um, I, I'm sure they'll be back, but that, that was an ugly performance, man. I mean, all three phases. And Ryan Day really just out them. And, and honestly, I think he's – I definitely think he'll be an NFL coach someday. Could be this year. Who knows? No, he, but,
1: he already said he didn't want an NFL job. At
0: least, well, he's, at least he, release he, right now. And a lot of people – uh, analysts, especially ESPN ones, they always, you know, point out Lincoln Riley being the offensive guru and all that stuff. I think Grind Day is a hell of a lot better.
1: Uh, that's because I told you that the other day. You were you were all over Lincoln Riley.
0: No, I I think Lincoln Riley's good, but I still think Day's better. I've always thought that. Yes. Sir. Um. And on top of that, I think ever since he's taken over this Ohio State program, they've uh been more. I'd say. Locked in, they they don't play down to as many opponents as they did with Urban Meyer, losing to Purdue, Iowa, games like that. That's that's kind of my take. I think he gets a team more prepared than Urban did at the end there. Yeah,
1: Ryan Dam, he's a hell of a coach, I think. He showed a lot of people there with, even because uh, he calls the plays and that uh, scheme they had put together to attack uh, Clemson's defense is obviously very effective. They were something that, something that was kind of underlooked as, High State didn't use their tight ends all year. People was like, well, "Why aren't they using their tight ends?" And then all of a sudden, Sugar Bowl tight ends. What they catch three touchdowns, I think.
0: Yeah, they're and killing them with those tight ends. Tight
1: ends were killing them. So he's always, he's. I think he's a good like he could scout himself and see that. Hey, we haven't been using our tight ends. People are probably keying on us not using tight ends, so let's use them, and uh, that was very effective. And then obviously, mixing up the run and the pass and the play action and. Getting fields and spots to to make plays and letting the players make plays and they made the plays.
0: Yeah, and I think this national championship matchup will be very good. Uh I, I Alabama's gonna score on anybody uh, with that yeah. offense. Um I know Ohio State, their front played pretty well against Clemson. They were they flustered Lawrence a little they bit. The did. second day was a little better. Sean Wade, uh, God he better get ready,
1: buckle up for Devontae Smith. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, I don't trust him um in that game. I, I see I like I said, I see Alabama scoring, but I think Ohio State should score too. I mean, the way that offense performed. Um I, I think Alabama's defense might be slightly better. Uh they right. do have Sertan a corner, Stats- Dylan Moses, middle linebacker.
1: Stats wise, uh Clemson's defense is better now. I know they played different conferences and whatnot, but uh statistically, uh I think I saw against the pass, maybe. Uh Clemson's Pass defense was 22nd going into that game. And Alabama's is currently 77th in the country. Now, that could also be Alabama's up big a lot and forcing teams to throw the ball. But uh, 77th in the country against the pass is not good.
0: Yeah, I'd, I mean, it's it's not great. I'm not saying it, but I, I still think it's better than Clemson. I mean, Clemson's opponents this year in that ACC, which it's shown in the bowl season, was awful. Yeah, 0-6. Terrible MSNC conference. The,
1: the only thing that makes um, them not the worst conference is the Pac-12 is irrelevant.
0: Yeah, and and um, you know, uh, Clemson didn't even play North Carolina this year. It was probably one of the best uh, passing attacks, so that 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 threw their uh, boosted their stats a little bit there. But Alabama, I mean, they had to play Florida. Uh, you could say what you want about Florida, but they had one of the best passing offenses in the country this year. Um, and like you mentioned, they're you know up in games, and teams are just gonna have to throw. Um, but the thing about Alabama is, you know. Under Nick Saban, they really don't play – you know, they're always ready to go. They, they really don't play down to anybody. They don't overlook any opponent. And that's where I want to get to about Clemson and Dabo Sweeney. This team, year after year, uh, he ran, plays down the games. And he
1: just ran his yak too much against the Buckeyes. I think – I mean, you can say what you want, but uh, if I'm on that team and he's ranked ranked me the 11th best team in the country, I, I'm going to take a little offense to that, and it's going to kind of light a fire under me and just – give me really extra – extra. not – you're not motivated – obviously you're motivated to play the Sugar Bowl, but extra motivation, just to, just to piss-pound Dabo and make him eat his
0: words. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, this team every year, though, plays down to opponents. I mean, they had to go to overtime, I think, or maybe really close against BC. Syracuse a couple years ago, North Carolina. I mean, this – Um, you know, I, I think he's just arrogant. And he, he doesn't get his team ready and thinks he can just walk in – places and win just because he had 16 as his quarterback and sadly that's just not how this shit works Um, in the playoffs specifically there's other good teams out there and they will kick your ass you ain't ready to fucking play.
1: Yeah I agree I, I think he'd come in a little extra confident and, and uh, I think he's kind of regretting that he's come out and said he didn't regret anything I think he, he had the only thing he regretted is we didn't prepare well enough I think I think he is regretting some of those decisions he made and going into the game and even maybe during the game the cost cost them
0: yeah i mean i think this so um this national championship game should be a great game we'll, we'll make our picks probably later in the week uh, yeah, I, preview that a little, a little bit I don't, more i don't think it's um,
1: a secret my pick is so we don't, we don't yeah we, don't we all that. know
0: <laughs> luke's
1: pick richards
0: yeah i actually um
1: we'll, we'll save yours i'm not sure where it's at save, save yeah
0: it. yeah it's uh, I think it's gonna be close. So I'll give I'll give it that much. I, I really do. I think it's gonna be a great game. Hey, you,
1: know a um, you, you know what might be a guarantee? What Would you say? What might be a guarantee? The over. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it's really high though. I think it's, it's seventy six. I think. It's the
0: highest ever. Yeah,
1: for for a title game. But I. But uh.
0: But yeah, that was a, a very long segment where Dick was wrong that, about Ohio State. One,
1: that's only one. And that's you. only the beginning, <laughs> here, folks.
0: Um, I was wrong about the Chicago Bears.
1: Yes, sir. They backed their way yes, into the playoffs,
0: sir. eight and eight. And my take was, folks, I said this team's going to go seven and nine, eight and eight, and not make it. And eight and eight somehow got them in. Thank, thank uh, you, Kyler I think this is the worst. I think this is the worst playoff team in NFL history. Whoa. <laughs> minus. Minus maybe some of these NFC East. What about the teams football team? And Seattle and um I, I this Bears team's bad though. I think they're one of the worst wild cards ever to make the playoffs. Um they're still they're still fraudulent. I mean, if you watch Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> folks, you can't watch him play and think, yeah, this is gonna be the long-term guy, or Matt Nagy for that matter. I mean, this team had a fourth and one yesterday, and they roll out for what? I mean, you condense the field in half. Um, you know, and they had three QB sneaks in a row that worked I mean I I I didn't understand that but again I was wrong and and it come back to that Tampa Bay game and I ended up losing two bets with this folks I I picked them to not make the playoffs when they're sitting at five and one and they make that and they hit the over on that stupid tired Thursday night (laughs) game where they upset Tom Brady because he can't play a night game so he wants to go to bed
1: yeah yeah old man wants to go to bed but uh I will say, I said the Chicago Bears make the playoffs. I think I said nine and seven, ten and six. But, hey, if eight and eight gets in, eight and eight gets in. Got to love yeah. waffles and the L.A. Rams coming up coming up huge in that game yesterday and and just embarrassing the Cardinals two weeks in a row. I mean, the Cardinals had every chance to be in the playoffs, and they, they kind of just handed it to the Bears more or less.
0: <laughs> yeah, they did, and, you know, I – once a couple spots, I was where I did, we did pick the Rams over Arizona, but uh, I was, I really didn't want them to win. I, <laughs> I was rooting for Arizona. Sadly, it was a lose lose situation for me. Um, and also, I mean, I really wasn't right about the NFC East at all all year. Oh, don't um, get me started here. Luke Mengist was very close to getting. Oh, if it was not right, for Doug Peterson's
1: right. bullshit, I would have been right i never seen the uh, likes of it last night. He just blatantly tanked and tried to lose once the fourth quarter hit. Put in Nate Sutfeld, who, who looked like he couldn't even play Division three quarterback. Come in, first drive. What's he do? Chucks it deep. Guy picks it off. Comes in next drive. What's he do? Let a snap go through his legs. Recover the fumble. I'm like, can we put in Jalen Hurts? I've seen enough of this fucker. And wh- what do they do? They keep continuing with this guy. And, hell, the the Eagles end up getting the ball back. Their defense is playing outstanding. Alex Smith threw a pick. The The football team literally tried to hand the Eagles the win, and Doug Peterson is like, no, we're not letting you take this win. We are going to lose. And what did they do? They <laughs> lost.
0: Yeah, I, I think that was a, a bad decision. I will say Jalen Hurts wasn't lighting the world on fire in that he, game. He did you see what Nate Suttonville
1: did? No, you were in bed, but you should have seen what he did.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying – I would have kept Hurts in, but I'm just saying he wasn't laying he said, the world on fire. He said
1: we had to give all of our quarterbacks a chance. He wanted to get Sudfield look to see if he's going to be the backup next year. Like, Christ, I saw enough in one play, and now he's not worth a damn in the NFL.
0: Yeah, and I think that leads to a bigger point with Philadelphia. They were just a dumpster fire this uh, year. There's literally hot, There's literally hot garbage seeping <laughs> out of Lincoln Financial <laughs> Field this year. My God. What a dumpster fire! Um, Carson Wentz, terrible year. Him and, and Peterson at odds. Yeah. Um. Then they put Hertz, Hertz in. I think. Um. He takes him out. The guy. in that game. He may, but I don't know if Peterson <laughs> has uh, total faith in by taking him out in that yeah, game. I mean, and here's my
1: thing: If Peterson thinks he might be the starter going forward, don't you want to see him play in situations where he needs to lay, lead a game winning drive for the win? But no, we want to see if Sutfeld's going to be a quality quarterback. We got to see if. And then and then and then the worst of all, Doug Peterson has the ball to say after the game, Yeah, I was coaching to win. Like bullshit. Did you anybody that watched the game knew that was you weren't coaching to win?
0: No, he was not coaching to win. He was coaching to tank and <laughs> get three draft picks yeah, higher.
1: Three draft picks higher. I've never seen a coach tank. Like I've seen front officers, you know, they'll blatantly tank and whatnot, but I've never seen a coach just mid-game decide, yeah, we're tanking and losing.
0: And you saw some of those veteran players very discouraged. Jason Kelsey, the center. Yep. Um, but I, this team got to go full rebuild. I mean, they're old. Um, and I, I think I've been saying this. Um, you know, I don't know if you totally agree with me, but I, I think Doug Pearson should have been fired after this year. I think it was that bad. I know it's a COVID year. I know he had the Super Bowl three years ago. But these last three years, it's been a regression. Down and down and down when, you know, they, they got hot the one year to make the playoffs with Nick Fools again. They they beat the Bears, luckily, on a double doink. Um, last year, this team was going to miss the playoffs if the NFC East wasn't so fucking bad. And the Dallas Cowboys, who we'll get on later as well, my <laughs> God, um, blew that division last year. Um, and they lost in the first round last year, Philadelphia, and then this year 4-11-1, I believe. So, I mean, I, I think it's just a regression I I think he's lost the team. I think the GM got, you know, rested on his laurels a little bit, you know, got too confident after that Super Bowl, and their drafting's been awful. I mean, they drafted Jalen Reger this year, and you see what Justin Jefferson did one pick later. I mean, he's a stud. He's giving one of the best receivers in the league pretty soon. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think I said earlier in one of these podcasts that uh, I don't know what you were thinking for wanting to get rid of Peterson, but uh, I think this is partly my emotions for – that prediction I made was, pretty, I'd say at the time it was a pretty hot take for the Giants to win the division and make the make the playoffs, but now because I, I wanted that so bad, I was rooting for the Eagles last night and just hoping they'd win. And then after watching Doug Peterson do that shit, I I just hope like I'll never I'll never root for that guy again in my life. I hope I hope he gets fired. I really do.
0: Yeah, I think he'll last maybe one more year, but like I said. This is gonna be a full rebuild in Philadelphia. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens in the offseason because they have a lot of holes, more holes than anybody, <laughs> and they get run through, folks.
1: Yeah, I've, they got, and the guys that are good are getting up there in age, so I don't know. That could be a problem here in the future. And they got a lot of money tied to Wentz, and they don't even want him to be the quarterback.
0: Yeah, and he once traded. I don't even know if it's possible. Yeah, with
1: all that money. They're going if they're tra- if they're going to trade him, they're going to eat his contract or a lot of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're in a very yeah, bad situation, yep, with the yep. Eagles. Um, and now, I, I mentioned it a bit earlier. <laughs> I'm going to try to calm myself <laughs> down from this. That Dallas Cowboy
1: game yesterday against Oh, the it Giants, gave me so much hope.
0: Um, Honestly, folks, I, I'm being dead serious. Out of all the football games I've watched this year, and I've taken bad beats. I've been wrong on takes, been right on some. That was the most angry I was watching a game all year.
1: <laughs> Worse than Clemson. Yeah.
0: Worse than Clemson because that game, I mean, was done. I mean, I, I could tell early in the game that they're just going to get dominated. So I mean, I wasn't really mad. Um, but that that performance yesterday, my God! And, and Mike McCarthy, <laughs> as Shrimp Taylor, called him the boob. <laughs> McCarthy on the sidelines, that he didn't challenge that play. What an <laughs> asshole he is! Did you fucking see it, Dick? I mean, I, I can't believe it. I mean, just holding his <laughs> dick on the sidelines, not throwing out the flag. Um, I mean, that, that cost that team the game. I mean, they were down, I think, um, four, at, maybe no one at the time, and they gave up a 50-yard field goal, but it was a 12-yard pass yeah. that the guy dropped. And they would have probably punted yeah. it, ordered him in a quarter, and then at the end of the game, they were driving to win the yeah. game. And all they would have yeah. was – Yep, yeah. they had goal. to go with the touchdown and a pick. And, and Andy Dalton, too. My God, that was pathetic at the end of the game. You know, getting sacked. You're a veteran quarterback. Been in the league 11 years, Red Rifle, and you take that sack. Terrible. Then third down, acting like it was fourth down. I mean, you know, give your team hopes. Uh, I know C.D. Lamb dropped a big pass there. But but honestly, this just sums it all up the Dallas Cowboys. They're a fucking accident <laughs> waiting to happen. Year in, year out, lose big games. They'll find ways to lose. High expectations about you know Super Bowl this and that. The fuck out of here! They haven't been relevant in 25 years. They have like three playoff wins, and I'm done with them. I'm done betting their over and under last year. They fucked me, and I had the Giants, folks. Over and under it was six. They're sitting at five and ten, obviously going into the game yesterday, and ends so, up ends up pushing, and I lose the bet. So I'm done with all NFC East bets, though, folks. And that division's gonna be even tough to sort out. Next year will be even more difficult with all the bullshit going on, but um, I, I'm done with the Cowboys for good. I, I don't care what talent they got, because whatever they got, it isn't good enough, and they fucking get beat like drums year in and year out.
1: Wow, that was impressive. That was like a five-minute rant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I don't... I mean, obviously, I was. I thought after that game, the Giants snuck away with a big win. I'm like, oh, he needs the Eagles. Oh, he needs the Eagles. The Giants are going to win the division, and well, we've already discussed how that turned out, and it just, just, just made my heart drop. And I just, I don't know, I, I could have killed Doug Peterson last night, but it is what it is. We got to move on and, 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 and root for other teams, and just hopefully next year my predictions will bounce back. But I don't really care. It's all yeah, irrelevant mean, because guess what? High State won the Sugar Bowl. If I, I could be, if that's the only one I was right about, I wouldn't care if I was wrong on every single other pick I had this past weekend, as long as the high state
0: won, So I'm I'm not mad. Yeah, definitely. Next year we'll make some um, division um, predictions and maybe some over and unders I actually was, I looked it up. I was six, two and one this year, probably one of the, the bright spots where I was right this weekend, at least was some, um, some over and unders ended up cashing for me, folks. Um, there's, you know, specific teams we're looking at for next year already, but you know, we'll wait to see, I know the opponents are out for schedules, but we'll see the actual schedule. Free agency is a, a long time for that to go. Um, but we'll shift to um, the Arizona Cardinals. That's another team I wanted to speak about. I was, you know, I, I had a rant about that team, but uh, what an epic implosion. I mean, just to let the Chicago fucking Bears <laughs> in the playoff, folks. And Cliff Kingsbury, I, I can't believe he has the job for one. He had Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech. Couldn't even make a bull game with him. And granted, I know that he could say, oh, I did my part and our defense sucked. No, that's fucking bullshit, dick. You make a bull game with him as your quarterback. And then you're gifted. Kyler Murray who was a Heisman yeah, he contender. He again, I think he's overrated. Yeah, he won the Heisman. And again, I think he's overrated. Um, but he's still you know, very talented quarterback. I'll, I'll say that. And for them just to implode. I mean, this team was sitting at 5-2 and at one point. Um, And that call yesterday, 3rd and 18, (laughs) and you run a speed option. This isn't college football video game 2010, that speed option play that worked every time, that every kid knows and plays video games. It's 3rd and 18 with your season (laughs) on the fucking line, Dick. And he runs that play. I mean, that was just pathetic. Um, uh, he, He should have to answer for that. I don't think they'll fire him, obviously, but I think next year some definite heat. Yeah, on give, him. give
1: credit to Waffles. What a win by him. He didn't have to do much though. Like, defense got a safety, got a pick six. They, they didn't score off it's a touchdown. It's had field goals. So he did enough. Did enough. The Cardinals Cardinals just yeah. went that bad and gave it to him, basically.
0: Yeah, Waffles <laughs> did enough. And he may uh we'll see what he does in the playoffs Good. here as well. Will, will Goff I'm be back?
1: How long do they say he's out?
0: Uh broken thumb. I don't know. You You can play play with that.
1: Don't be, don't be soft. If you're not, if he depends, if he's made a charm, he he won't play. But if he's, if he's got some balls, he'll play. It's the
0: playoffs. Well, I will say this: Jared Goff's not one I believe that would play through that. You see, (laughs) he doesn't want to get hit. It's the uh, he's the worst quarter. He's the worst quarterback under pressure in the league by far. Yeah, I don't.
1: I don't know. It was. Uh, I think for them to have a chance to get Seattle, he's got he's to suit up,
0: wouldn't you think? I think so. I mean, I think Russell Wilson will still make plays and be the difference in that one if uh, Waffles is quarterback. I, I still think Seattle would win. He, it might be close, though, but I, I would give the edge because I think Russell will make some plays at the end of the game. And he might even do that with Goff in the no, line. It not
1: matter. Russ does whatever the hell he wants, no matter who's playing quarterback for the Rams, Steve. I don't, I don't know if you know the rules of football, but that's kind of how it works.
0: <laughs> I know, but I'm saying no of the edge of quarterback, yeah. regardless, and that's gonna be yeah. the difference in the game. I agree. Regardless if the Rams have the better overall team, which I think they may, you know, at least defensively. Um, I'd say you know, Seattle would still win. Based off the
1: last half of the season, their defense, their offense kind of bogged down a little bit, and their defense kind of picked up and won them some games. I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. Now we'll shift. To the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, they lose yesterday to the Cleveland Browns. Obviously, the Browns make the playoffs uh, first time I in felt eighteen I, I years. I for the Browns.
1: i kn- I know a lot of Browns fans. My grandpa has been a Browns fan for, for as long as, as long as he's been alive, and quite frankly, he hasn't been able to see much in the last twenty years. So, so I was gl- I was generally glad to see them get a win. I just I just love it that they get to play us next week. That way, we just get a little revenge, you know.
0: Yeah. I'll- uh, that's a nice way. You, you did what the did nice you, thing, but uh, say
1: the I, I, say not nice. I, yeah.
0: I, I don't I I have no remorse for Cleveland fans. I want them to continue to lose in misery. I would love to see them lose to a JV squad the Steelers put out yesterday.
1: That's another another one. Um, I was on, actually
0: encouraged. Way. I was no, early I in the year. I thought this Cleveland Browns didn't make the you playoffs. The Steelers would win yesterday. Well, I, I was wrong about that, but I was encouraged by the Steelers and for that game to even be really? that close. I mean, no one thought it would be that close. Um, but the reason why they lost, and this is the key, folks, it doesn't matter what happens. Hot Dogs was starting at center, and that's why they lose. And next week he will never see the field. He won't play one fucking snap unless they do that tackle-eligible bullshit at the one-yard line. Now, if he's in the game on that, they're getting fucking stuff, folks. But he is not going to play. And the Steelers will dominate Sunday night football. NBC in Pittsburgh against Cleveland. I, I think they actually win this game by you know ten points. Yeah, yeah, I'm I, at confident. I, I really
1: do think it'll be a Pittsburgh win. I mean, my God, did you did you see those Browns DBs yesterday? <laughs> and, and beat like drum. If Big Ben learned anything from watching that game home in Pittsburgh, just just freaking went in doubt. Chuck at the clay pool and he'll make a catch, get a pass interference, or worst thing, the ball being complete because they ain't coming near it.
0: Yeah, I mean we both like Pittsburgh in this game. I think, like you said, they just got to go deep every play. I seriously, <laughs> I don't, I don't him, care not every play. If, uh, you said, oh, every play. Washington I mean, I mean,
1: went deep every play. How'd that work out for you?
0: Well, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't do it. It did work a little bit early. Um. But and then the pass rush was there a little bit. But um, I, for the Steelers, I got to go deep on this team. Beat those corners like drums all day, and it doesn't matter if Denzel Ward even plays, which I don't think. I think he's uh, might be out in this one. But even if he plays, this defense still gives up twenty seven a game. Olivier Vernon ruptured Achilles. He's probably one of their better defenders. He's done for the year. He got hurt in yesterday's game. Uh, Miles Garrett got banged up a little bit. I, honestly, I, I think we should score a lot. I don't really fear Baker Mayfield. I do, I do fear I that agree. run game a little bit.
1: The big thing I think we got contained Chubb. Got to, he got he got loose a couple of times on us yesterday. We gotta not let that happen. Granted, we didn't have King Hayward yeah. there in the middle yeah. and I mean, TJ Watt. I don't I don't want to make excuses, but but that should that should be a difference.
0: Yeah, and I think Yeah, I mean I think Oluwalu Alu was resting a little bit too. He didn't and uh Spillane supposedly is gonna be coming back. So I think we'll have a full squad to stop that run. But, I mean, that's the thing that scares me is if they could run the football on us. But if they just put in Baker's hands, I think that pass rush will get after it, especially Highsmith. He actually uh, produced a little bit yesterday, and maybe he knows some about this. these Cleveland tackles. He can actually beat them and, and not anybody else. Yeah, though. I
1: mean, I don't – Baker, he was pissing me off yesterday. That uh, I he would act like he was beating the, the 85 Bears defense the way he was slashing through them. But he over-celebrating and throwing – I'm like, You're, you haven't even done nothing yet. Do something do something relevant, then you can dance around like that. Well, yeah, he's dance. done that
0: his whole life, basically. And uh, I remember in college he did the uh throat slash <laughs> first half against Georgia there up big and that come yeah. back to haunt him. Um I think he's just you know has that propensity to continue to do things, and you don't do that if you don't arrive yet. And that's what the Cleveland Browns fans do. And actually, I think Baker Mayfield's just the perfect quarterback for that city he just fits in and just that small guy mentality it just wants it so fucking bad um but you know just i don't know they they think they're better than they are and they haven't arrived yeah, I think, really I think they're gonna be yet. knocked
1: down a couple pegs on sunday night i th- i think we're gonna beat them in advance i, I was kind of glad if i had to pick a team to play in the playoffs I would, i'd want to play the browns i think Minus some of them, the minus some of the NFC, I was yeah. saying AFC, minus them NFC bullshit teams that
0: made it in, but uh, yeah, I man, I think yeah. other than maybe Miami, who was just oh, god, man. are they tortured by Buffalo on uh, right. yesterday? But other than them, I, I don't know if I want to play Indy again, that running game's rolling, but then again, I mean, they struggled with Jacksonville and, and Phillip Rivers. I, I don't think he gets it done in big moments of games. Um and Baltimore's red hot right now. Granted, against some bad teams, yeah. but still they're playing yeah, some really good. If
1: I, I said this last week. I still stick to that. For, Baltimore's the one team I don't want to play. I don't. I like to them to beat Tennessee. I think pretty bad. We'll get into that later. But uh, I think that's one, one, one for sure where they'll where a wild card team will be the division winner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to do uh. NFL wild card predictions today or the well, next What time? else
1: we got to talk about on Thursday?
0: Well, we got to uh, do the Natty. We got to do uh, the wild yeah, card the predictions.
1: Predictions we can do uh, next
0: one. Yeah. We'll go to... Um, Have we got to that yet? Uh, we, sure? we got enough of that in today. I don't know. Uh, I'm that. very I, sure. I, I, I can't but...
1: get enough of it. I'm still... <laughs> I'm still. I, I watched a replay of it this morning. <laughs> You'll be blown about it for years. It just, I can't get nothing. I just watch. Just watch it, and just makes me moment seeing Trevor Lawrence play like a soft person. He is. I mean, He's just got such a punchable face. Like I'm sorry. Like I'm just looking at him, like I just want to punch him. I don't
0: know. Uh, well, good Irishmen yeah, celebrate forever.
1: Are. Speaking of the Irishmen, they ain't celebrating. <laughs>
0: They did did they yeah, I, mean, I thought they
1: would,
0: though. They did compete. I'll, I'll give them that, that but door, this team's just that back
1: door very limited.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're just very limited, as you can see, folks. I mean, uh, Ohio State torched that Clemson team, and this Notre Dame team couldn't throw the ball. I mean, I will say, up front, they got a lot better this year. They can compete at the high level, but they just don't have the athletes yet on the outside at Notre Dame. And I don't know if they can get that. I, I honestly, I think this, that's like peak Notre Dame. I don't know how much better they can really get under uh, well, under Brian Kelly.
1: The playoff committee should be looking at these and seeing them getting embarrassed, losing by fourteen points every time they've been in a BCS or New Year's Six bowls. So I don't, I don't know. Especially when they become independent again, I don't know how you factor them into the into the playoff conversation. And leave out other teams.
0: Yeah, and this is an interesting thing. Would you do you like the current playoff system as it is, or would you like it? to uh, like to see uh, it expand to 8.
1: I don't, I don't know. This year especially just the way people play in different games and all the games getting canceled, and not having full rosters and this and that. I would like to see a full full expansion. But uh once it's a normal season, hopefully next year's back normal, I think I think 4 might be the answer for a normal season just because if you make it any more, it kind of takes off the the pressure and the the significance of playing regular season games and winning your regular season games because you might be able to sneak in, have a couple bad losses and still sneak in as a seven or eight seed, you know?
0: I agree. I think it really washes down the regular season. Uh, teams would lose one or two games in the SEC and still be able to get in. And honestly, you they say all oh, eight teams would, you know, help the, um, the small guy and some of these other teams. I don't think it would. I think it would be the same Eight teams that, that dominated probably be you know Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, I mean, Oklahoma. If you just look at this uh, year, if put in
1: eight teams. Guess who was sitting in nine? Cincinnati. They didn't even have them in the top eight, so they still wouldn't have made
0: it. Yeah, I man. I think it's still gonna be the same power teams. Um, and honestly, I hope they stay at the four, folks, because if they go to eight, that gives a Pac twelve a chance within <laughs> the next five <laughs> years to make it, and they ain't making it no fourteen, eight, eight, folks. It's eight irrelevant teams when
1: they'll make it because if they make it eight teams. I bet you the Power Five conference champion would be a guaranteed, guaranteed winner.
0: Exactly. So the Pac-12 would be able to get in there, which I think is bullshit. They sh- don't add eight teams. I want that Pac-12. Yeah. I don't want you them saw their in best it. team got
1: it's... got their pants pulled down there, and Iowa State, who's got their by pants Iowa pulled State. down by many teams. So hey, you know who's pants? Yeah. This is kind of this isn't really change the topic. You know whose pants are still up? Mike Zimmers, <laughs> oh. he's still got his job, <laughs> unless, unless they fire on Tuesday. I don't, I don't see that shit happening, but he's still got his job.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you actually brought that up, though. We'll go to some coaching fire. Yeah, was obviously gone. Doug Maroon fired. That was obvious. <laughs> Adam Gates, we called this since week one, uh, gone. And I hope he gets just, another just, job just, somewhere, though, because you know why, rude. folks? It's easy money. You bet against where dude, he's, he's at and yep. ruined Sam Darnold. Awful. Um but he was, Yep, but he was fired and the ultimate guy who always gets his pants pulled down, finally fired Anthony Lynn. I think he should have been. There was some people out there that said, "Oh, he he won some games at the end of the year. They, you know, they got a quarterback now. They they developed him, but they blew too many games. I mean, they got beat 45-nothing to New England. I think that was <laughs> yeah, the nail in the coffin right there.
1: <laughs> but uh
0: when yeah. you lose I mean, a bunch of close just,
1: games, I think close game losses, you almost got to – you kind of look at the coach for, for the reason for that loss because obviously the players, they put up a fight and gave it themselves a chance. And then, yeah, I don't know, some coaching just kind of the thing that puts you over the top for winning close games. So, if you can't do that, somebody else has got to give it a try.
0: Yeah, and obviously Bill O'Brien and uh, Dan gone. Quinn fired earlier in the year. So, those two uh, those pencil will pencil be available year. as well. <laughs> Yep, and Matt Patricia as well. And I honestly, uh, whoever gets that job, uh they're in a long they're in for a long fucking year next year, folks. Especially if Matthew Stafford isn't brought back, which supposedly the uh the front office wants a total yeah, rebuild in to Detroit. I
1: think that's probably the least appealing job. And then I think the most appealing is a toss up between the Chargers and the Jaguars. Chargers got Herbert and a solid foundation there on offense and they got pieces on defense, Joey Bosa, Derwin Dur- James. I mean, there's no reason they need to get healthy. no reason need they should be healthy. In Jacksonville, they're going to get Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick. They got a James Robinson, a solid rookie running back. They got a couple of nice receivers. I mean, they got all the tools to to be good here in the near future. I think just just as long as they get a good coach, which hearing it may be Urban Meyer, but uh, I think I think Urban Meyer would be a good coach. But uh, if if they get him, I th- I think they'll be back in the playoffs within a couple of years. I, I don't know if they'll be Super Bowl contenders, but uh, but they'll be definitely they'll definitely win some games, and they won't be going one at fifteen, that's for sure.
0: I actually agree with Luke here, and I think one of the least appealing uh, jobs that's that I think people have thought you know has been a good open, I think is the Atlanta Falcons. I think this team's closer to re- is is in <laughs> rebuilding more than people want to say. I think old. Matt Ryan's old, big cap hit, Todd Gurley old. Um, this offensive line, they draft that, but it's, it still isn't good enough. This defense is, just is like useless. Um, <laughs> like tits on a bull. Um, tough division. I mean, Tampa Bay, you know, they're going to be okay for at least another year or two as long as Brady's there. The Saints are, you know, they've turned themselves into a good organization. They never were, but as long as Sean's, Sean Payton is there, they're going to be a winning team. I think Carolina has some young talent. They I mean, just need to get the right quarterback I
1: think he does in good there job I think. too. So he's known for turning programs around. I think McCaffrey was hurt all year too. That's a that's a big loss. So when they get him back and healthy next year, they get they got some weapons on offense to make some noise.
0: Yeah, and I think Houston as well. I mean, Deshaun Watson. That will I obviously feel bad that get guy. some coach down there. Stafford.
1: That's probably um, too. I feel bad for the worst.
0: Yeah, I mean. I mean, but that defense, folks, for Houston, my <laughs> God, is it awful. I mean, I've never seen anything like it in the NFL. I mean, it's just run through, more than run through, whatever that term is. I don't, I don't know what exists out there, but whatever that term is, I, that's I Houston can Texans' it. defense I in the Henry,
1: He had 200 yards rushing in both games against them this year. As no a matter of fact, he's had 200 yards rushing in the last three games against them.
0: <laughs> what? And you know what else? Pittsburgh Steelers ran for about 170 yards on the Texans when they played. Uh, yeah. I know James Conner off yeah, a big run, running. you we know some
1: the ball. Now we just don't, but uh, yeah, they're they're bad. I feel bad for Deshaun Watson. They don't I don't know. I think his best chance to do anything is to leave.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I think it's going to be a big rebuild. They really don't have draft <laughs> yeah, he picks he up. Bill O'Brien left him in limbo.
1: <laughs> Miami
0: Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's an old roster. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's a, a no win situation for Watson there in Houston. I think the Jets, it'll be interesting to see who they get there. I, they'll probably hire somebody that isn't very good. <laughs> That's just the Jets' history. Um, they have the least amount of wins, I believe, in the last five years. Yeah, I believe it. The Browns. In the, whole I would NFL. Say the Browns, but the last couple of years, they picked it up a little bit. And we mentioned um, Doug Peterson. Like we said, he won't be fired. Surprise. Mike Zimmer, I've been You're on this all year that he should be fired. I mean, this defense was just awful, fraudulent. Um, I know that you know they'd replace a lot of veterans. They got some young players, but I just didn't like what I've seen from from Minnesota's defense this year. And I, I, I've yeah. seen enough of Zimmer. I think fraudulent. he got a.